You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, episode number 172. And today we're talking about how to handle being stuck in the messy middle. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about a subject that clearly I know nothing about. Okay, I'm only joking. I know so much about this, and honestly, this has been my life for like the last 10 years. It's the messy middle, and I think that we could probably account most of our lives to this idea of the messy middle. But basically what I want to go, where I want to go with this today is just to encourage you to help you know that this space and this in-between is is not just you. You're not alone in this. And so many people are stuck here in the messy middle. And in fact, maybe it's not us being stuck at all, but maybe there is growth to be had here in this middle ground and purpose and beauty and all the things. So if you're here, if you find yourself in the space of I'm not where I want to be yet, whether it's in your health or your marriage or your your business, wherever you find yourself, I'm, I'm more specifically talking about health. Maybe you haven't reached your weight loss goals or you're not even remotely close. Maybe things aren't going well and you feel like you're doing everything right. This is just to encourage you on the path that you are on, to give you that courage to keep going. Because what I really believe is that this place, the middle aspect, this messy middle is a place where so many people stop. And it's a place that throws us off and makes us jump ship and want to run to something else, right? It makes us chase everything but who we actually are. But what I know is that the people who make it through this middle aspect are the ones who find success on the other side. It's the ones who find fulfillment and enjoyment and happiness and really come home to themselves. So today we're going to talk about how do you stay in this? How do you stay in the messy middle? How do you get through it? And how can we change our view of it to find growth and health in the middle of it? So today on the show, I'm interviewing Michaela Kate because I thought the show was a little too much for me to do myself, although I have a lot of my own opinions. I'll probably share way too many in the podcast, but Michaela's been on the show a few times before. She's a friend, a mentor. She's also a speaker, writer, and coach. She has developed many leadership programs and she works with other businesses, corporate America, but she also does a lot of personal coaching to help people to find their purpose and their call in life and really to help them keep trotting these waters and enjoying the process of it all. So Michaela is going to be on the show today. I'm going to be asking her questions about the messy middle, how she views the messy middle. What are some things that we can do to stay in it, to not be scared off by it and really come to find ourselves in the process of it? So stay tuned for that. But before we get there, you can learn more about Michaela over at her website, MichaelaKate.com. I'll link all of that as well as other things that we talk about today in the show over in the show notes at SimperitzWellness.com back at slash 172. Make sure you head on over there because I have a lot of free resources for you, including that joy experiment guide, which as the summer progresses, I've been getting so many comments about how that has helped so many people. So if you don't have that, or if you printed it off and you have yet to do it, start walking through that dig it back out, and just slowly keep trotting along in this journey. Other things that I have over there is you can sign up for my free email list where I share so much more about my own story and my own walk in this journey. Also, 
The five-day hormonal reset is up. I'm going to be doing that coming up in just a few short weeks, and I would love for you to join me in the process. It's only five days. It helps reset your hormones, which we're going to learn in an upcoming podcast, can help change our emotions or create the space that we need to heal. So all of that, again, can be found over in the show notes at simperitswellness.com backslash 172. Also, you can find out all the other podcasts right here on Simperitz Radio. Make sure if you haven't already, leave a rating and review. I would love to know your thoughts of the show, what you are loving, what you'd like to see more of. Just click on the ratings and review or head to SimperitzWellness.com backslash review. I don't do this very often, but those reviews literally mean the life to me because they are the lifeblood of the show. It's how other people find and hear about this podcast that otherwise wouldn't. So you're not just doing me a favor, but you're helping other people to join this community of people who are ready for a change in health, who are ready for this revival that I feel is coming. So if you wouldn't mind, take a few minutes, just leave a rating and review. I would love to know your thoughts on the show. Okay, but for now, let's get right to the show and welcome Michaela. Welcome to the podcast again. I think this is time number three for you is it Michaela time number yeah. three or four it could I be know. I was thinking it was just number two but is it? I'm pretty they... sure you were on again I'll link them all up okay. in the show notes but I'm glad wow. you're back on me too and it's I, always a joy right and I brought you a <laughs> tough subject to talk about uh yes. but I kind of wanted to have a dialogue about it <laughs> I was joking with you right before the show that you know nothing about the messy middle as do I <laughs> And uh-huh. so this is going to be a really tough <laughs> podcast. Right. No, actually, Michaela and I... be like every conversation we have. I know, right? We talk all the time about the quote-unquote messy middle. And I just want you to maybe define what the messy middle is. I mean, I think we all kind of get the mm. understanding of what it is. But in the scope mm. of how people view the messy middle, I think that there's a lot of terminology for it. But how would you define that, mm. that space of the messy middle? Hmm. Well, I think it, I think a lot for me and just going back to the conversations that we often have, uh, it goes back to the sense of here I am, you know, this is kind of my everyday reality, but it's not where I want to be. So we feel stuck in this kind of in between of, in between of, am I ever going to get to where I want to be in, you know, and have that accomplish that thing I want to accomplish. And so we kind of always feel like we're not quite where we want to be. And are we ever going to get there? I think is what, um, as I think about this messy middle for me anyway, that's what kind of resonates and comes to mind, I guess, for definition sake anyway. Right, right. Yeah. It's like you said, that space where you haven't arrived And I just want to talk about arriving because I know that this is a health podcast, but I feel like this idea of the messy middle Mm. fits into so many other areas of our life, right? Like it's all intertwined. Mm. But I even think like if we bring this back to the health space, so many people are just waiting for that destination or for that outcome, Mm. uh, for things to change, whatever it is, right? Whether it is is in your health or your business or your marriage or your relationships, um, but but is this idea that we are going to get somewhere doing more harm than good? Yes, I think <laughs> harm, maybe. Harm. Uh, and especially, yeah, I think especially thinking of, um, you know, so many conversations we've had 
And they all kind of go back to, it seems for us and definitely following your podcast is this, just that one word of your mindset and how you view and your perspective of where you're at in your journey and even the things that you want to accomplish and your purpose. It's like, man, what if we just threw out the whole concept of, you know, we're headed towards a destination and a journey and this big purpose, you know, over here. But really, in fact, that we're actually standing in our purpose today. And this is just a part of the journey. I think that to me is the mindset shift that I'm, especially since you've had me now, especially thinking on this, this topic (laughs) is one that I'm kind of messing with my mind almost Mm -hmm. and, and think, oh man, have I been thinking about, you know, even, you know, someone who coaches and trains and helps people with their purpose and destiny that, you know, I'm kind of, have I been, you kind of thinking it all wrong and it's actually, yeah, like you said, doing more harm than it is good. And do we all just need a big mindset shift maybe? Mm -hmm. And actually, you know, what if we just threw out this word, there's a middle, what if there's no middle? What if, uh, you know, where I am today is right where I'm supposed to be and I can, accept that and be grateful for that and understand it's where I am today is just as important as, you know, when I accomplish that thing, A, and then when I accomplish B and C, that actually right where I am today is, you know, if it is even is the middle, it's just as important, this messiness or whatever it is, it's just as important and significant um, as wherever out there is. I guess. Right. But yeah. That's and, the hard part. The mindset shift. Right. Right. And <laughs> I like, I like the viewpoint change of like, maybe if we just take out the view that there is a middle and this is right where we're mm. supposed to be, which is so hard mm. to grasp. And, and I think in that I come inside and I've, I've thought a lot about this um, because I feel like no amount of me rushing things ever gets me anywhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, it might yeah. seem like, I think that there's this yes. false belief that busyness or doing more things mm. actually works. But mm-hmm. in, in a sense, I feel like that's almost your running, you know, like almost running in, in any direction, mm. even if it's the wrong direction rather than just staying. And, and we've talked about this a little bit before, mm. but not on here, like the concept of mm. what happens if we just stay in it. But that's a hard, that's a hard thing to grasp. So like, how do you get someone to stay? That's like a loaded question, I know. But like Yes. But like how do you get how do you get someone like even in your coaching to be present enough to just be here? Mm. Or is there like yeah. is it is why are we so scared of being here? Maybe that's the best question of like just understanding why we don't want to mm. be here. Like why do we want something else so right. much more than what we have now? Right. Well, and I think too it all encompasses even kind of pre this 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 call I was kind of thinking deeper on this this topic obviously and it I kept coming back to like the same things that we hear all the time that are you know how do you stay present how do you stay mindful how do you you know have this mindset that where I am today is you know right where I'm supposed to be and I I actually don't need to you know, do a million things every day. Sure. I need to work hard and and do Mm -hmm. that, but to be fully present 
Uh, and I just kept coming back to, I think of just, you know, all the things I've read and researched, but then also in the books you read, but then also just knowing what's true for my life is the ability to stay continually grateful for today. Mm. So uh, um, the more I do that, the more I find that I find I'm able to be present, the more I'm, I'm able to enjoy where I am, be grateful for our for where I am. Um, but then I think also a big part of that I was realizing was how, um, can I be, um, proud of like what I've done, hmm. you know, cause I think especially being an entrepreneur, you, there's always more, you know, like it's hard mm-hmm. not to go to bed and feel like you haven't done enough, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's probably with, with anything or anyone, it's hard your to-do list can never be big enough and you can never get enough done. And, you know, it kind of goes back to that whole thing of, am I enough? Have I done enough? Um, but when I, when I'm able to be, you know, grateful for what I've done, be proud of what I've done and, and not just think, Oh, I know I need to be doing more and more and more and more. It allows me to be in more a state of, you know, present mindfulness, but also just peace, Mm -hmm. which I think at the end of the day, I know for me, the older I get, the more I'm like, you know, maybe I'll accomplish my purpose. Maybe I won't, but man, I just want peace. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, I just want to go to, go to bed and be happy. And, um, and it's all connected, um, all of it, but I don't know if that even answered your question now that I'm rambling, but yeah. I mean, it, it, um, it brought up a thought in my head, <laughs> and I'm just putting pieces together, possibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this yes. idea of being in the middle, like you said, there there has to be a gratitude mm-hmm. about being content. Like, that's a practice of gratitude, which mm-hmm. it's got to be, just honestly, mm-hmm. one of the hardest things. Like, if I read nothing else mm-hmm. in the health literature and just in science in general, it really comes back mm. to people who are the most grateful are the most mm. healthy and every aspect yeah. of their life. Like there is such a healing power of gratitude mm. because I think it's the best way to change our mindset. Now, don't get me wrong. This, mm. this is extremely hard and maybe, maybe yeah. I'm just throwing this out there. What if this <laughs> idea of the messy middle of this constant need to chase is actually just us having our own identity crisis? Like, you know, like sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe it's just me not being me. Like, it's me not knowing who I am. Like, I sometimes I'm like, I can't mm. celebrate the little things because I don't trust in myself enough or I don't like myself enough or, mm. you, you know, like all those little things. Mm. Like, I, sometimes I'm like, man, I have so much to be grateful for. But at the same time, I can't be grateful for for mm. me. And, and that's like a, maybe right. a selfish way to look at it. But at the same time, maybe we mm. don't factor ourselves into the equation enough to view the messy middle in any other way but mess you know I don't know yeah right like do you think there could be like an identity crisis with this oh yeah (laughs) um definitely and I think um I mean you know we'll talk we talk about this a lot too um just that kind of going back to that concept of who you are and your identity. And I think when it comes down to it at the very root is that sense of, am I enough? Do I feel like I'm enough? And, you know, probably, um, you know, if I had to challenge us both, both here, you know, if, if we had such a deep sense that we were enough, 
would we even be having this conversation? Right. <laughs> you know, really, really challenge us uh, because, you know, we would, we probably would then have a lot more gratefulness and sense of, man, I don't need to go, go, go more, 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 you know, push, push, push. You know, sure, we'd we'd be productive in a day and get you know go after things, um, but probably not to the sense that it it would cause the identity crisis uh, or any crisis for that matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, and just to touch on, I think, oh man, absolutely, do I see such a connection, especially when I go out and do uh, leadership training with with businesses and employees. Do I see such a connection uh, with the individual and how they're doing and how they're interacting with their coworkers? And I mean, literally, it was um, I'm doing a one-on-one uh, coaching with someone just started because she's been having such physical kind of ailments in her body. But if you look at her relationships with her coworkers, it's a mess, mm. you know. And I can see such correlation of the stress on her body with the stress in those relationships and so um i i see that more and more how health you know with life and health and you know how you process life really does affect your health and the body and you know it's it's all connected right Um, so i think it is really really important right again goes back to the mindset (laughs) right how do you come back to a place that you can find yourself? And you've done this work. And honestly, I started this work with you um, about kind of owning your purpose and knowing what mm. that is. And and I think it's an area that mm. a lot of us can skip. I mean, I think that there's a lot of talk mm. about it today. You know, like you need to do whatever you want to do and mm. to live your purpose. And I think it's this big idea. But when you actually start to put that into practice, there's a lot of of pain that can come with that discomfort when you like really mm. start to uncover that. So I think the work that it takes to do mm-hmm. that is hard, but we kind mm. of did this years ago. I mean, it's been a long time ago. It seems mm-hmm. like probably maybe yeah. probably yeah. even longer than I think, but okay. what are yeah. some steps that you can help someone to like really start to understand who they are? Cool. It's a loaded question. It feels loaded. I like to ask loaded um, questions. <laughs> yeah. How long do we have again? Yeah. Uh, I think, well, I think just kind of starting with the mindset, I think because that is such a big thing um, to kind of homework number one would be really pay attention to the thoughts you think about yourself in a day. Um, and so, you know, are you someone who suffers with, you know, anxiety? Are you someone who, you know, suffers, um, cause oftentimes that can, can be actually the, the outward symptoms, um, that can lead you to what truly the thoughts are that you're thinking, because kind of goes, we, we have our mindset, our mindset produces emotions, you know, from those emotions, it produces an attitude, from the attitude, behavior, from the behavior, we get our results. And so we so often focus on the out, outward and the behavior is the results, when really the underlying root is our mindset. What are you thinking about yourself? What mm-hmm. are you thinking about your coworkers, your situation, your job, your life? 
And so the more that you can really do to me, this is like homework, homework that's, that's hard uh, because it takes internal processing work to change a, a mindset is, is hard. It's not, not that it can't be done, but it is hard, especially if it's a thought you've had even just subconsciously for years to be able to address that is, is a big thing. So I think that is a very important thing you, you want to tackle, you know, read a book about it, listen to your podcasts on it and just start that process. Mm-hmm. And I think in do, in doing that, you're going to start to uncover uh, the thoughts met. You know, there, I used to think I was, you know, and still think I'm a pretty confident person. Um, but it's funny, the more that I've gotten to the very heart and purpose of what I really feel called to in life, the more I see how my mindsets are off, mm-hmm. you know, and how I'm like, oh, I'm actually maybe not that confident when I really mm-hmm. get to the things um, that I'm excited and, and passionate about, but also that make me really step out of my comfort zone. It actually makes me realize like, ooh, I do have some insecurities there I need to deal with and, and work on. Um, and then I think the other thing I would say is just to really go on kind of a self-awareness journey of how well do you really know yourself? How well do you know, you know, can you rattle off to me the first time I meet you, your top two strengths, two areas you need to work on, blind spots, your communication style, um, you know, what what you love about your life, like things like that. How well do you just do you know yourself? Because we all, I think, and as I go and work with teams, we all kind of say we know, oh, yeah, I know myself. Oh, yeah, I'm a little stubborn or whatever. But to really do the like deep internal work of like, who are you consistently and do you know that about you? Do you know what's going to get you in trouble from achieving your your dreams? Do you know why really you've had the same New Year's resolution year after year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so to me, it's kind of a self-awareness uh, journey to go on of, you know, do you know your gifts? Do you know your, your skills, the things you're good at? And um, if you do, I think the people that I find that I meet that are most successful really do know, know themselves really well. And then because of that, they're able to draw people around them that meet their weaknesses or mm-hmm. meet, meet the things they're not good at, or, you know, they're quick to admit like, Oh, you know, I, we better find somebody to do that. That's not my strength or, um, so, so I think those things, you know, or if you're an entrepreneur that, you know, okay, you're not a great salesman, but you need, you know, to acquire sales to do what you're going to do. So, so that's something you, you need to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it gives you a huge starting point, uh, of just uncovering this. And, and like you said, that's all part of the process because I think sometimes, mm-hmm that maybe even in health, uh, that we're running away or we're trying to grasp something that we think will Mm -hmm. make us come home to ourselves. You know, like we, we want to achieve Mm -hmm. that or we want to get healthy because then we'll feel like us, you know, then we'll, we'll become happy or, Mm -hmm. you know, like we want a solution to fix what can only be fixed by internal work, right? Like we, we, we think Mm, something external is going to fix what's internal. And, and I just think that that's a backwards approach. And too often I see people achieve their goals only to 
work for something else. And I, and I do this too, maybe not even in health, mm. but it's never enough, right? Because we, we want something mm. outside to fix only what we can fix on the inside. And it's a common mm. problem. But at the same time, I feel mm-hmm. like we have to be able to stay in this to see success. And, and I'm a runner by nature. Like I, I want to get out of whatever is uncomfortable and I want to avoid. But do you ever feel yes. like the people who stay in it are the people who see the end or, or whatever the end is? You know, maybe it's not even sure. the end, but find what they're looking for in, a, in an external thing, like in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think we have to yes, actually I, sit I, in I, it? <laughs> Tell me no. <laughs> <laughs> I think like most of our conversations go, you already know the answer. <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite things about talking to Alexa uh, for all the people that listen to her. Um, usually when, when we talk, um, I'm like, you know, you know the answer. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> Someday I'm just um, hoping you'll tell it. me what but, I want um, to hear, not what I know is right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. Don't, don't quit. And then you have to tell me that too. But, uh, I mean, I think the short answer and I would say yes. Cause I think, you know, it may reminded me of when you were kind of saying all that it reminded me of, um, uh, there's somebody I'm coaching that, uh, one of her goals is to finally lose, you know, weight, the weight that she's been wanting to lose. And she, the thing with her is she's kind of goes on every new kind of fad diet. And when it comes down to it is another part we're working on is her mindset of, you know, she doesn't feel like she's good enough. Mm. And for, for me, you know, she's so uh, adamant about all these outward um, actions that actually in, in all of them, she never follows through. I'm like, actually, if you would just pick one and follow through, you might mm-hmm. have some s- success. But really, for me, I know when her mindset shifts to believe that she's worth it and that she you know, has value, I think the outward thing will just, will just happen. Um, and so just to, I think, reiterate on the importance of the internal work and how really that, I mean, that's hard work to, to sit down and really process your thoughts, process your emotions, what's going on, what, you know, why you feel the way you do and this or that situation and to do the hard work to then change that internally is I think the hard part and then yeah I I think also to to just stay in something long because I think for both of us you know through the years we could have at any point and have wanted to Mm -hmm. (laughs) jump ship and been like I'm just you know I'm like I just want to move to Hawaii and work at a tiki hut right (laughs) done you know like that sounds way easier (laughs) than pursuing something grand and uh but I think I think both of us um when we really think about it the past couple of years the things that we have stuck in and been faithful to that we we have seen the fruit mm-hmm. probably not as much fruit as as we would we would hope but there has been been through and probably a lot a lot of it's a lot more internal than we realize which to me is mm-hmm. the the true fruit mm-hmm. yeah um yeah but 
I think that there's I a mean, sen- not a fun answer. No, but I think that there's a sense of aloneness that so many people face of mm. and I even play this game. No one gets it. No one understands. Yes. Um <laughs> and right. and I yeah. think that feeling that we're alone or we're fighting this battle by ourselves is a daunting one and it makes mm. you want to close down and tell no one or or think that no one gets mm. it or not accept the help, you know, that someone's maybe trying to offer. But really we're not all mm. fighting the same battles, but we're all fighting battles. Like, I, I've never met someone who is open mm. and honest, who isn't who isn't going through something or fighting something or wishing for something different than they are right now. Mm. That there is a difference True. in people who handle that gracefully and, and trust and people who don't. Like, I think that there are people out there who view mm. obstacles and maybe this quote unquote messy middle, like you said, in a different light, like th- they don't, mm. they don't give it all of its power. And in a way, I mean, yeah. by calling it the messy middle, like I feel like daily, I just give away my power to life circumstances, <laughs> you know, like I it's just like, yeah. Throw on the towel. yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I don't even yes. know like the small things or the little daily rhythms that can help me grasp onto, no, I'm not going to give that away. You know, like, no, no, I am mm. going to stick up for what I believe. No, I am going to stay here. Like sometimes, like I I think mm. there are little things that I do. Like sometimes I'll even text you and be like, today's really hard. You know, like I, I think that there is value in having mm-hmm. relationships who can come back in and fill you up and yeah. remind you because I think there is a lot of reminding. But what are some other things that you've noticed in your life as you've gone through this and you've stayed the course for years? You've stayed the course what are some things that what are some rhythms because i don't think we can't fight this battle Mm -hmm. alone you know like we can't we can't go through life believing that or letting it get the best of us and i think that's what so many of us do is that we Mm -hmm. just sit in this messy middle and we just let it drag us through the gravel every single day you know it just comes in and knocks us out every day because we Mm -hmm. don't have the 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 right you know the right fight Mm -hmm to come back against it sure. knowing that it's going to be there like it's there every day for everyone yeah right. so what are some rhythms or natural True. things daily things that you do to keep yourself in it mm. drink a lot of coffee and brownies <laughs> and this is uh, a health podcast no. <laughs> oh yeah Sorry, you should not drown your emotions uh, in food, sure. <laughs> in food. I know. I'm, I'm working on my relationship okay that's why I call you. No, uh, um, no. I think as as you were saying that uh, the word that came to mind is and one that I'm uh, current. Yeah, I'd say you know always a work in progress, but is to really identify what are my constants in life. Like, what are the things that I know need to be constant? Mm-hmm. Like, even if this season looks different than next, and it will, and looks different than last and it is that what are the constants in my life so even you know working out and you know just moving so I for a year I joined this you know high intensity gym um and I'm not doing that anymore but now I'm doing something else you know so that's like a constant that I know is important to me that brings me life and energy and is good for me Mm -hmm. uh you know there's friendships that I have identified that are my constants right people that are consistent that you know that that I know I'm not alone um and it's funny because even as I get older 
when I think about those constant friendships, they, for the most part, none of us are really in the same season issue of life, but yet, you know, they're people that, like you say, can we understand, hey, I'm fighting, she's fighting. Yes, it looks different, but, you know, we're kind of in it together. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think just what other, I think that's just a good question. What other constants are in your life that in, in you know, good seasons, bad seasons, hard seasons um, need to be there that just you life? Mm-hmm. So even if what they look like, changes you know for you to know that kind of goes back to knowing yourself knowing what's important for you uh to prioritize you in in that season and the season um so that you are doing things that bring you life still and Mm. energy and if you're in a really hard season you know relationally that you have other things that can be your constants I don't know. I've, I've found that really important mm-hmm. and something I've realized I've had to really work at uh, and to really know that it's okay if it looks different in, in a different season. It's okay if friendships look different in this season than they do in the last. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because even think about you and I, we have times where we talk all the time and then time where you're busy, I'm busy, mm-hmm. we kind of don't touch base, but yet it, it's there's, even in that, it, there's a constant there of, mm-hmm. of the friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, going back to that alone thing, I, I think that's a big thing that, um, I mean, I think we all can struggle with at times of, of feeling that. I mean, I literally had the conversation with someone this morning that we've often had of like, oh, it's just so good to talk to somebody who gets it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, that kind of, and she said the same thing. She's like, like-minded, you know, person. And so I, to encourage people out there, no, kind of whatever, you know, industry or field you're in, you know, search, you know, pray or search really hard to find, even if it's just one person that kind of can connect to you is, is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, I don't, I don't have a, a ton of other entrepreneurs, but to have even a couple mm-hmm. that get, get the grind of it is, you know, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that, I like that constant. Yeah. I don't think that there's very many things in life anymore that are consistent. I think we think they are, mm. but I don't think that there's very many consistent people or uh, consistent life circumstances. Mm-hmm. But like you said, being willing to ebb and flow seasonally with where you are and accepting yeah. that. Um, one thing that I have found that's right. been really damaging to me, but I do it and I'm learning I'm mm. not doing it, is that when I'm having a bad day is not pulling other people down to my level. And I think this can look like uh, a lot of things, but like with Peyton, my husband, like trying to tear him mm. apart or bring him down to the pain that I'm mm. feeling or in other situations, not supporting other people, you know, like feeling more mm. envious and sure. judgmental about people mm. on social media and like having that bad perspective. But like you said, like if mm. we're in it alone and we're not vulnerable to the feelings that we're having, mm. I think that there is that mm-hmm. level of like, oh, we just tear each other down, which only snowballs the situation, I feel like, exponentially, <laughs> as opposed to mm-hmm. building each other back up, knowing that we're all in this game 
I don't want to say game, but we're all in this life together, you know, this, this same, yeah, yeah, the same perspective, but at the same time, that's, that takes work, you know, like, I think that again takes mm-hmm. knowing yourself enough and, and also mm-hmm. maybe even more is trusting enough that mm-hmm. there is greater purpose right. in this. And I think it goes back to like the very first statement mm-hmm. you said that, when you take out the messy middle, like maybe if we stop calling it the middle and just recognizing that we are here for a reason on purpose, and this is the exact place that we are supposed to be. This is something that I've had to wrestle really through a lot. And it's so simple and so basic. And, and that's why I love the idea about it, right? Just like gratitude is so simple and so basic (laughs) that you would think that we would just do it. But for some reason, our minds complexify everything. Um, and put that negative spin mm-hmm. on it. But if we really go back to that, there's a level of spirituality of, of having faith in something bigger than us that changes the game. And and as much as mm. I like to tell everyone that there is no spiritual component to health, I feel like it's undeniably becoming more and more and more apparent to me that health will always escape us if we aren't strong in our faith. Because you have mm-hmm. to have something to lean on. You have to have something to stand on. Mm-hmm. And I think without mm-hmm. that, then we're always kind of wobbling. But what what have you found with that? Like, what is that that spiritual aspect when it comes to life? Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think all of that I have a, a, agree with absolutely. Um, and I think a big thing I heard recently was like, you you have to have a hope outside of yourself. There has to be you know, a trust beyond, you know, even just your circumstances. Otherwise you're, you know, you're always be tossed and turned by, by every situation and be on a forever roller coaster. Uh, but I think kind of going back to that to, to, to the, the messy middle, it really does come back to a trusting. And if anything, I think, if I could say for both of us kind of thinking about our process and all of this kind of through the years is that it's actually kind of allowing our emotions and, you know, us to be, have moments where we're like, Oh, you know, what is going on? Where am I? Um, I feel stuck or, you know, whatever it is for that day. It's actually caused us to, to be even more rooted. Well, one, and just kind of trust in, in, in him, you know, but also rooted in what we're, you know, doing and our purpose, because it causes us to, to question and be like, wait, is this where I'm supposed to be going? Is this, and it actually gives us greater, you know, in my opinion, greater kind of confidence and resolve to be like, yes, you know what it stinks right now. I don't even like where I'm at, but I know it's right where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I think that, but absolutely that, that trust and to have a hope in, in something that even, you know, we've kind of talked about this, that it's not all on our shoulders, right? that we, we don't have to do it all. Mm -hmm. Yes, we, you know, have a part to play, but um, every day things are being orchestrated for our good Mm -hmm. that, is completely out of our control that is a great deal of faith and trust and and hope 
Mm-hmm. Yes, again, easier said than done a lot right. of times. Right, right, right. But crucial. But it, but it is, I think it is in the slowing down that we can start to recognize this. Like I think sometimes mm-hmm. we just keep ourselves so busy and we just jump from thing to thing mm-hmm. to thing, hoping, wishing, whatever it is that that is going to be our answer instead of just slowing down enough mm-hmm. to recognize that maybe our answer is already here. You know, like um, maybe, maybe yeah. it's already started and I, and I want to miss it all the time. Like I, I really do. Like I want to miss all the little things waiting for the big thing. Mm-hmm. But I think we forget that all the little things is what makes the big thing happen. And we can't forget any little thing. And and yet mm. this world just tells us bigger is better. You know, like it has to be mm. noticeable uh, and recognizable for it to matter. And I think that we just mm. miss it. And I do this. I'm, I mean, I'm preaching mm-hmm. to the choir on this one, but even yeah. celebrating small little wins <laughs> seems insignificant. Mm. Uh, like I was challenged to yeah. do this not long ago. And I thought it was mm-hmm. the lamest reason why I should spend money on, on anything, you know, to go out to eat or or whatever yeah. it was. Like, I, I just couldn't fathom it because I was like, well, this isn't worthy of that. But I think that is what mm. so often creates my downfall is that I feel like mm. because I can't recognize any little thing that's happening, any little positive thing, again, the gratitude, then I feel like none mm. of I, I'm not yep. worthy for any of this. You know, like I, I want to quit sure. because it's too hard and it's suffocating and nothing seems to change. And, you know, all the things that I have to mm-hmm somehow talk myself out of every day. Um, but there are practical, yeah. there are practical things mm-hmm. in this space mm-hmm. that yes, we should, like you said, having those constants in our life and practicing gratitude and mm. celebrating the small things, mm-hmm. even noticing the small things. And one right. thing that That's I've been doing lately is just like every day, and this is probably an act of gratitude in some way, but just like writing down a few things that I notice, like every day, like this is a positive mm. in my life or like I saw these changes because I think I easily forget mm. how, again, things add up mm. and create that change. Mm-hmm. And I think in health, it's all the little right. things, you know, like I, I preach that all the time, mm. but I think it's in every area yeah. of our life. Like we can't separate these things because it all goes together. So I have a question yes. for you. This statement is one that I wrote down not long ago, and you know more about like Brené Brown's yeah. work with vulnerability than I do. So I don't even know oh, if I'm oh remotely boy. close, but I want you to tear apart the statement. <laughs> Confidence is Ooh. where vulnerability and trust collide. Ooh. I'll say it again. Confidence it is again. where yeah. vulnerability and trust collide. But the, the thing about this statement mm. that I can't quite figure out is vulnerability <laughs> simply trust? Or are they two separate things? Mm. <laughs> I would say separate. Now, I think I need the whole day to think on this one. You're putting me on the spot. Uh, I would say off the, off the top of my head, I would say separate. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I think vulnerability, is that something you want to define before I take a stab at I know Brene um, has her own definition, but. Uh, I would say, I think where I'm getting this idea that confidence is defined by your ability to be vulnerable and trust at the same time, like I think that's where confidence is bred from, is Mm -hmm. 
this, like I think we get more confident in that, is this idea that we have to step outside of, of our norm. We have to be willing to open up to be ourselves, which is the vulnerability aspect, right? Like we have to, I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know what you would define. I want you to define vulnerability. Like I don't have a set definition. But in order to really be, sure. to continue the vulnerability, we have to trust that there's purpose in it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, um, so define vulnerability. Well, I would say I do agree with this statement, first of all, because I think we're just not even defining it, but just as I hear about this word vulnerability in general, it, to me, it does kind of encompass just that level of, of really almost kind of like fully knowing yourself and being open and honest and real and raw about who you are. So I understand what I'm good at, what I'm bad at, my fears, my, my guilt, my shame, my just the rawness vulnerability about mm-hmm. everything that I am. And then I think a, a trust is in knowing that, can I trust myself now to step out in that? And if I can, um, I think it, there's where your your confidence is absolutely um because you see that the people that are confident and step out in confidence um have to me what looks like is a great trust in the vulnerability of who they are Hmm. um and the more I, i think just even thinking about the more i've grown confident in what i've done and i'm doing does take a huge level of vulnerability um, and trusting that, well, you're, you're trusting yourself, you're trusting, you're hoping that it's going to be received from, you know, the people around you and um, the people you encounter. Um, and even if, if it's not, you're trusting that I'm going to be fully myself. And in that, I have, I have confidence because I think even in that, confidence to me is there's such a level of loving yourself and believing you're enough mm-hmm. and there's a vulner- vulnerability in that um, because if I see myself with all my flaws and all my yuck and all my whatever, I can still step out and trust and, and be confident even though it's it's raw and it's real. Um I don't know. I don't think I answered your question. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. A, that's loaded, though. Right that's <laughs> deep stuff, I think. Stuff. I mean, it's deep stuff. Sometimes I I so feel deep. like if we just think about things a little bit more, and I don't, that sounds really condescending. Mm-hmm. If we just, and this is where no. I feel like most of my healing journey has come from just slowing down enough to think. And I yes. think in the thinking... Yes outside of all the knowledge that we're getting because we're getting a lot of knowledge in any given Mm. day and I think it's creating so much Mm -hmm. overwhelm so much confusion and we have so many decisions to make that it becomes so complicated to even understand what is right for you and and I think it's been in the slowing down that's given me space to think about these deep things that has given me the space Mm. to make less decisions 
because I just know what's mm-hmm. right for me. And and I think that this right, is a work in progress. Like it's a seasonality thing, you know, like it's it's going to ebb and flow. But I think in general, I think mm-hmm. even when it comes to health, like I, I really firmly believe that health is not something that we do, but it's who we are. But the only way to make this mm. stuff who we are, I think, is slowing down enough to recognize maybe why we're not doing it. What's so difficult about it? Why does it feel so foreign to us? Uh, why is it not mm. who we are? That we can start to like maybe make sense of how we can make it a piece of us, like a part of us. Like I don't think right. anyone's purpose here. I mean, of course, a few of us, right? Maybe is speaking on health and all this other stuff. <laughs> but for the majority of people, like I, I think that it's a trillion dollar industry, the health industry. And I cannot mm. grasp that health was designed to meet a means of our life. Like it was, you know, of, of sucking mm. our life, like our, our money and our time and our energy. Mm. Like it was supposed to be the giver of that. And yeah, and I, I just like really desperately want people to get back into this place. Um, and I think when it comes to health, but in everything, it's all intertwined. Like this idea of the messy middle throws so many people off. Like I, th- I think it's, it's a point mm. of, of can we get through it? <laughs> you know, like, or yes. do I want yes. to get through it? Um, yeah. So right. I had a, I had a question that came up from someone, and I'm just gonna ask you quickly on here so how do you keep pushing through when you know it's just a season Mm, yeah it's good um well kind of going back I think this has been helpful for me with that question is understanding that kind of the mindset shift of every season really does have a purpose um you know, and if you think about it, you know, growing up in Iowa, <laughs> every season mm-hmm. had a purpose. You have summer, you know, that is meant for, for growing and spring for planting and, you know, fall harvesting and um, winter time of rest. And, you know, you can get into the really nitty gritty of every season. Um, but one thing that's been helpful for me is to one, identify what season do I feel like I'm in? And that's an easy way to do it is just, does it feel like mm-hmm. spring, summer, winter, fall, um, and really recognizing what season am I in and what is significant about this season? So what are, um, you know, what do I hope to accomplish in this season? What, what is hard? What is good? What do, um, what are things that, is this more a season where I'm, it, you know, because oftentimes our hard seasons are more like winter where it feels like everything's dying. And usually that means there's a lot of internal work going on and which is just as important as the outward to work, if not more. Um, so if you can identify what season you're in and the significance of that season and allow yourself to really be there and and know, yes, you know, there's been seasons where I'm like this sucks. <laughs> I can't wait till I get out of the season. Um, it, and at times it can feel like, am I ever going to get out of this season? But if I can allow myself to sit in it actually, and just be in it and say, okay, well, probably I don't want to be in this season longer than I need to. So I want to absolutely learn the things that I need to you know, there was a season recently for me that I felt like 
God was kind of taking everything away. I mean, friends taking, right. just stripping me kind of thing. And uh, what I felt like it was a season for was really strengthening me on the inside, you know. Well, so I pouted my way <laughs> with that answer for a while and then finally got over myself and was like, okay, well, I got to got some internal work to do and you, you know, pull up your bootstraps and, and you do it. But so I, I think identifying the season and, and doing your best to, and if you can't figure out what feels significant, you know, ask yourself, what do you want to get out of it? You know, what are you coming out of it? How do you want to be different? What kind of person, you know, do you want to be that you, um, you know, weren't yesterday or the season before? What do you hope to step into in the new season? Because there's always things that we're growing in and being prepared for for every next season. That is, you're not gonna if you're not doing the work in this season, you're not gonna be ready for the next. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what season season it is, you know. And you see, it, my dad, you know, being a farmer, you see that every season has a purpose. Mm-hmm. He's you know preparing. He's even in winter, he's not as busy. But he's, he's, you know, he's allowing himself to maybe, you know, you need to rest a little and, um, you know, prepare. Anyway, that's my Yeah, I like quick, the idea of seasonality. Because, that's a good one, though. Right, right. I think it goes back, though, to this idea that we have to grasp onto to something bigger. You know, I think that that faith component is, is undeniable and we have to have that foundation mm. to stand on. Otherwise it's always like, it's always kind of a, a shot in the dark, you know, like you're throwing arrows at what? Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. as it comes to this idea, I, I kind of want to end this and go back to what you said at the beginning about this being a mindset. Like maybe there is no middle, you know, like what, what if we stop living right. with this constant thought of, oh, I'm just in the messy middle kind of end with that. Like, what is your mm-hmm. advice around that idea? Maybe reiterate what that was that you said at the beginning or just hit mm-hmm. rewind and go back and listen to that. Cause I think it's really, really good. And I think it's something that we have to just keep reminding ourselves. So can you reiterate what that was and, and your advice for getting there, getting yourself to that place? Sure. Yeah. I think in short, it just goes back to that mindset and perspective and just to ask yourself, uh, if this is the messy middle, what, what, what if I just took out that world word and got a new fresh perspective on where I'm at uh, in this season, in your life, whatever's going on, and allowed yourself to change your mindset, shift your mindset. And I think in, in doing that, I mean, kind of a couple of things come to mind, but the ability, kind of as we've talked, to be fully present, to allow yourself to be fully present in the day. And I think a big part of that, which you've touched on, is slowing down. And I've I've found I've the more I put less on my to-do list, the more quality I get out of life, the more I'm able to be fully present, uh, the more I'm able to really enjoy whatever I'm doing on my to-do list because I don't have that like inner compulsion to do a hundred things. And I, and a big part of that too is the gratitude and, and the grateful. And I know this is like 
a practical thing that we've all heard a million times. Uh, but to, to be consciously being grateful, you know, whether it's kind of in passing in your thoughts throughout the day or, you know, at night or morning, you kind of make your, your gratitude list. Um, it, you know, it doesn't even need to be that specific, but I think the biggest thing is just that, that mindset shift of, um, allowing yourself to kind of take away the things of, you know, even, I know for me, a mindset I've had to wrestle with of, I, I should be further along than I am. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a mindset that I realize creates a behavior of, I always got to be doing more. I always got to be doing more because my mindset is, Mm -hmm. uh, I should be further along. And um, actually, I read, because it came up, um, a quote, just kind of end with this, a quote that I came across that was really good, that kind of touched on, kind of encompasses maybe everything we've talked about. But it says, the reason so many of us cannot see the red X that marks the spot is because we are standing on it. Mm. The treasure we seek requires no lengthy expedition, no expensive equipment, no superior aptitude or special company. All we lack is the willingness to imagine that we already have everything we need. The only thing missing is our content to be where we are. And that's a quote I keep actually recently have just kept coming back to because it's that sense of, you know, today I can go to sleep and be grateful for everything I did, everywhere, how far I've come. Like you said, celebrating the wins. Uh, It really, I think the mindset is that, that slowing down, being mindful because man, there is so much more than ever. We're in a age where we're consumed with information. I mean, books, podcasts, you know, everywhere we're being bombarded, but to allow our space and our mm-hmm. mind to to really dive in and to have, you know, that kind of constant even of peace mm-hmm. in our mind is a really, really big thing. So, and that's to me is, is something you have to really consciously work at. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. is, is uh, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that's this mindset shift of that I'll come back to is what if you, you know, allowed yourself to, you know, the reason so many of us can't see the red X that marks the spot is because we're standing on it. Like, what if that was your mindset of everything I need today and it's challenging. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> so I like preaching you, to myself on all this. Right. I think it, the good reminder is how we think is how we act. And you kind of said it in a really great way in that answer. And I can't exactly quote you, but uh, I I think it's so true that um, sometimes our thoughts create our chaos and Mm -hmm. which is unnecessary. (laughs) Um, Yeah, (laughs) but it's kind of breaking that down and going back to that. So I really thank you for being Mm -hmm. on the show and talking about such a deep (laughs) subject. (laughs) I know I put you on the spot a lot. But I like it. I think I think when it comes to the end, we're all here in something. We're all mm. fighting this, and I think the people who win aren't the people who reach their destination. But like you said, that make peace with maybe the X is right here, and that they can actually mm. live in that. And I think it's that living in that is so hard. The staying, <laughs> um, that can be yeah. scary, and yet at the same time, I think it's one of the most courageous things that we can do is just be here. 
And so mm-hmm. as we leave this podcast, do you have any great resources, whether it's books or podcasts or blogs or YouTube videos? You, you're constantly sending me encouraging videos um, and resources. So what are some of your favorite when it comes to this idea of of being here, of changing mm-hmm. the mindset, whatever it yeah. is, what are some of your favorite resources with that? Sure. Uh, two that come to mind right away are, of course, Brene Brown, <laughs> um, because if you're talking about um, really digging into vulnerability and knowing yourself and, you know, challenging your mindsets, um, all of her material, I think, is good kind of inner work, thought process, all of her books. Not to interrupt you. you to think deeper. Yeah. Yes. But have you watched her um, Netflix special? Oh, Netflix. I have. Amazing. I've liked it it a lot. I think it's like, if you're not a big reader, honestly, I thought Mm. it like, I thought it was more impactful than even her books for me. I don't know what it was, if it was just seeing her and hearing her stories, but Mm -hmm. I feel like her Netflix special, is it just called Courage or Courage by Brené Brown? I'm not sure what it is, but if you just type in Brené Brown on Netflix, it's awesome. But yeah, her books are great. And yeah, she has two great uh, TED Talks. And then I think I've found a few other videos too, some even just short ones that give you the snippet of what she's going after. Um, And then the other one I'd recommend um, that just came to mind too, kind of on staying on the topic of kind of mindfulness and knowing yourself is kind of anything out there by um, Daniel Goleman. So he he writes the books on emotional intelligence. Oh yeah. And he has some really, really good, uh, YouTube's videos out there as well that talk about, uh, I think one is forget, but something about kind of focus and excellence, but there's so much great information in there that again, he gives great in stories and kind of research about this to me, what it all comes down to is being able to slow down and be very, living a very kind of mindful focused life Mm -hmm. Uh, and so emotional intelligence is a big part of that if you're able to uh, because there's kind of four parts to emotional intelligence and the first is self-awareness and then kind of the others that follow all connect to being mindful and fully present Uh, so those, those two I think come to mind right away do you think in order um, to just say good resources out there? No, that's great. And then of course the, the simple roots wellness oh, right, right. podcast <laughs> of Alexa Sherman. <laughs> I mean, we're Which, just yeah, we're just breaking the surface. Especially here. <laughs> no. Do you feel like uh this is just but, when you talked about focus? Do you feel like in order to be present mm-hmm. we have to have a focus? Like have you heard that before? I mean, I just have never thought about that. Oh yeah, right. I would say definitely. Um, I think your, focus your, your ability to, to, or is it just on small things? Uh, I think it can be. Yeah, I think it can be. I think, um, kind of, you know, if, depends, I guess, if you're talking big life focus or kind of even individual focus day by day, but I think focus is definitely connected to mindfulness, definitely connected to your ability to, you know, accomplish a task with great quality and great, um, you know, because there's all that new research out there that's, and I have really tried to steer away from 
you know, multitasking mm-hmm. and that whole thing. Cause there's so much research out there and I even feel it when I do it, that you're not fully actually giving a hundred percent quality to the one thing because you're, you're, you know, your mind's divided. Right. You can't mm-hmm. um, fully, fully engage. And I think actually, again, I, that same person that I was talking to today, she you know, was making kind of a business decision and said, oh, should I go and and do this thing or that thing? And she just realized like, no, I'm going to fully focus on on the one thing Mm -hmm. and and kind of put aside um, these other business pursuits. And, you know, what would it look like if I just went all in and fully focused on this one thing? Um, So I think there's a lot of revelation in that with Mm -hmm a lot of different things of life. Yeah. I think it's but one of the greatest, that's probably the greatest ways of the enemy is just to distract and to, mm-hmm. um, busy us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that yes. there's like so many lies out there and just so many people just promoting a busy lifestyle and hustle and work harder and, mm-hmm. and do more. And mm-hmm. I, I think that in my own life, at least I found more success and slowing down and doing less, which just blows my mind constantly. Yeah. Like I never want to <laughs> believe it. Like I, I am constantly doubting it, even though I'm living it. And if I just go back and again, look and recount all the little things then I can start to see, wow, this really has added up and I'm living more fully mm-hmm. here because I'm like, okay, if I live mm-hmm. the other way, right, if I'm constantly chasing and constantly working and giving my all to something, when does it end? Mm. <sighs> you know, like, when does it ever end? <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. doesn't. Um, yeah, yeah. Very true. Yeah. Anyways, very true. clearly we could talk about this stuff forever, <laughs> but I think that this is could be one of the most important podcasts simply because I feel like this is such a hurdle that rarely gets talked mm. about, but we all trod through. And I mm-hmm. think that there is, there is, there's light even starting right now, you know, like it's, it's the mindset and, mm. And I don't know about you, but I think one thing that people are going to say is like, okay, great. Like I put this into practice, but does it ever get easier? And at least in my own life, mm. like anything, and I'm going to ask you, does it ever get easier? But it's, it's the, it's the rhythm, right? Like th- it takes time mm. to create that new rhythm. But the more I get myself into mm-hmm. this new rhythm that I just do, like it just becomes part of me, then these things mm-hmm. get easier. You know, like I I just create rhythms based on things that I know that are going to fill me up and nourish me um, as opposed to just fix me. Mm -hmm. And so I think in time it does, but I I never go a day without questioning a little bit if I'm doing enough. Mm. Um, But I want to know with you, how have you experienced this? Like as you've walked through this, I know we've both been in this process for a while. Do you feel like it ever gets easier? Um. I think, I think, yes, for sure. I think in terms of like the whole, you know, mindset and really working on it, it doesn't mean it's, it's not hard and you're, you're going to have new challenges. But I think, uh, too, even as I've kind of really focused and worked on my, my mindset, uh, it's almost like an onion. I think Mm -hmm. like it, you think you've kind of mastered you know, one thing and then right. a, a new season comes and you're like, really? <laughs> I'm still working on that. But I think it just goes deeper. You know, you're kind of self-confidence, your trust in yourself and there's new air, always new, I guess, challenges, new things to work on. But I think I like what you said, it does just become 
a part of who you are. So it gets easier to me in the sense that it's more a part of who I am. And then there's just different challenges that connect to it. So, you know, even kind of going back to this question of, you know, messy in the middle, it kind of goes back to this thing of, you know, mindset in the sense that you realize it's, it's the one thing that is the key foundation that is threaded throughout Mm -hmm. because we've been working on it for so long. And now it's just a part of who we are that we know without a doubt, we're like, okay, wait a second. What's my mindset in this? What's my perspective? Is that off? Is that, could that be the problem? Um, you know, or could it be my emotions? Am I just too emotional about this? And two, the more that you're kind of self-aware and know yourself, you can kind of go through those things, I think, quicker. In a sense, it gets easier to say, okay, well, you know, example for me, okay, my default is um, I take care of people too much. And, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to make sure everybody's okay when I'm maybe drowning, you know, is this a situation where I'm just too involved and I need to step back, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, um, so, so, and I know that about myself. So, um, you can kind of do that quick, I think in a quicker, easier self analysis of, okay, what's the underlying root of why I'm having anxiety right now. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the underlying root of why I haven't slept well the past couple days? Um, and I, yeah, I think it gets easier in the sense of you, you get to a resolution and solution quicker, easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does, I mean, I think you definitely, you know, feel I say it. that. Yes. It does, yeah. doesn't mean it's oh roses all the time, but I, I would say, yeah, I think, um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I think. I don't know what you'd say, but yeah, no, I think you really, I think it's an awareness thing, you know, like it makes you more aware of everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it, it it totally is worth it because you see life more. And like Mm -hmm. I said, you're able to think about things. I think in the other way, I, at Mm -hmm. least for me, I felt so foggy all the time and so confused and chaotic Mm -hmm. that it was so Mm -hmm. refreshing just to have mind space, which sounds so crazy, but Yeah, just that. Yeah. And and I think that you can feel that, True. especially if you're living in awareness. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just could continue yes. and continue and continue. But Michaela, I thank you so much for being here and <laughs> letting me put you on the spot for a while about the subjects. Um so thanks for being yeah. honest with us I love and it. vulnerable. Thank you. So yeah. it. um mm-hmm. before you go, tell us where they can learn more about you and what you do. Sure. You can go to um com. It's M I K A E L A. Uh, Kate, K-A-T-E dot com. For sure, you can uh, reach me at releasingyourvoice at gmail.com if you want to connect further. I'd love to do so. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Michaela. I so appreciate it. And mm-hmm. this won't be the last time, clearly, because I just keep having you on with these hard <laughs> subjects. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Thank you so much. I love it. I mean, I come out of that podcast and I just hope you know that everyone is going through it. And I love Michaela's take that maybe it's our mindset behind it. Like maybe it's not the messy middle that's the problem. It's our idea or our thought that it's messy that's the problem. And I think it's just, again, another thing to slow down and ponder and just to think about. Because in all of this, 
It's the small things. It's the little everyday motions that are going to matter. And if we miss them, then we are going to miss the big thing or we're not even going to make it there at the end. So I hope that this podcast leaves you thinking. It, it leaves you thinking maybe even about the equation that I I stated to Michaela where confidence is simply where trust and vulnerability collide and that if we're just vulnerable with ourselves, if we just trust, if we have that foundational component that we can stand on, the spiritual aspect of it, then maybe then we can move forward. Anyways, there's a lot to think about in there. I know I'm still processing along with you, but I really do want you to know that it's in the daily rhythms where we can start to live more in today, in the present moment. That's where we start to see more success and maybe even view success in a different lens than what we thought before. Maybe we're just more content. We're more like that feeling of at home. And I just have started using that word of like, this just feels like home because I think it's that in that place of at homeness that we can feel more joyful and more satisfied and fulfilled and all the things. Anyways, I know that this is a health podcast, but I really do believe that while this is mindset focused, she talks some about entrepreneurship, that this applies to every aspect of our life, that there is a middle aspect to it all or, or what we view as a middle. And it's just coming to a place of changing our mindset, changing our daily rhythms to be more present. And as we mentioned throughout the whole show, gratitude, the practice of gratitude, something I need to come back to and just be disciplined about to create that rhythm of gratitude. Because I think so often I muster up the story in my mind that is so negative. When if I just open my eyes to the present state, not where I hope to be or where I used to be, but right now, there is so much to be thankful for, even in my health. And it's only here that we're going to create the change to move forward. I hope that was encouraging to you. I hope that it challenges you to think about things, whether it is your spirituality and coming to this understanding of who do you trust in? Whose are you? Uh, How do you look at and view love? And also continuing on with those thoughts of how am I viewing this place that I'm in and and what would change if I could see myself right now for who I am? Anyways, I'm going to try and write some more over in the show notes over at simperitswellness.com backslash 172. So make sure you head on over to the show notes. That's simperitswellness.com backslash 172 to learn more about today's podcast. I'll give you some questions to start pondering to get yourself back in this place. But like I said, you're not alone here. We're all going through it in some way. And one of the best ways is just to understand and know you, to slow down, to take some space for yourself, to not tear other people down because that doesn't help anyone but to just start to understand where you are and maybe while you're here, that maybe you are standing on the place that you have been wanting to get to. Like you're gonna miss it if you don't stop and be present where you are. So that's my encouragement to you. Again, make sure you head to the show notes, sign up for my email list. I'm gonna be sharing more about this podcast and don't forget to come back next week. I have another guest, Amy Van Slanbrook. She's been on the show before and she's actually going to do a live counseling session on me. about healing my inner child. I mean, talk about vulnerability. If you want to start to understand how someone would start this process, this is going to be a great show that we're going to do live of me getting counseled. So come back next week where we're going to do that live show on healing the inner child with a live counseling session. Also on Monday, I'll be back here with another episode of Monday Motivation. Thank you so much for tuning in, for doing this journey with me. Seriously, I could not do it without you. And I'm so grateful that you are here. I will see you back here on Monday.